<sighs> I'm flagging. You're flagging? Mm-hmm. You just got? We just started. I know. What do you mean you're flagging? I just realized that I I haven't the energy. You just had a whole cup of coffee. I'm still making my way through. <laughs> Drink faster. Drink up. I don't usually take my coffee black, mm. but oh, I would say that this coffee is so good that I don't need... I don't feel like milk is needed. Oh, but is milk wanted, though? Because I can go get you some... I'm oh, sorry, I'm no, sorry no, no, I don't no. have any milk. Are you drinking it black because I didn't have any milk? Yeah, but I mean, what I'm saying is that, like, I usually find black coffee intolerable. Distasteful. But this coffee, I can drink black and I don't feel... Well, that... yeah. Are you tolerating that coffee or do you are you enjoying that coffee? Because if you're just tolerating it, I'm going to go across the street and get you some milk. I'd say I'm somewhere between tolerating and enjoying. Okay, I'm gonna no, go get wait, you no, some. No, I, I, if you had milk, I would take some, but that's not. I'm gonna go get you some milk from the bodega across. That the is not necessary. Oh, that's too bad. I wanted to ask if you could pick up some oat milk, actually, instead of regular milk. Oat, oat milk? Yeah, O-A-T, oat milk. You have, hi, you have, you have oat milk? Oat milk from oats, I guess. <laughs> they don't have it at this bodega. They have regular milk here. Okay, well, actually, they do have oat milk at Union Market, so if you don't mind running to... That's like eight blocks away. Oh, that's okay. I have time. Okay, I'll see you soon. Jedediah is a man who once was a boy and he wrote down all his feelings in a diary to enjoy. Now he's reading it again, reading it for you. Maybe you'll recognize yourself too. Jedediah Diaries, Jedediah Diaries, that's the name of this podcast, and now the song is through. Tori is enjoying a cup of coffee I have made for him. Mm -hmm. It's a dark roast, a medium dark roast. It's a light roast. Every time Tori comes over here, I ask him, you know, if he wants a drink or, or something to... A snack, mm-hmm. you know, like you do as a gracious host. <laughs> and uh, almost every time he he turns me down. <laughs> and last week I had had enough. <laughs> I, le- I really let him have it. <laughs> I railed at him. I said it was rude. You did. I was surprised to hear you say that it was rude. <laughs> Why? It's a gracious offer. And to me, the offer, uh, it's a gracious response. You think, I, you think the offer itself is the end of it? Yeah. I don't want to say I thought it was an empty offer because I know that if I actually wanted something, you would provide mm-hmm. me with it mm-hmm. if you had it. Mm-hmm. But what if every week I was just hoping and praying you'd say no because I had <laughs> the cupboards were bare, <laughs> like old Mother Hubbard? <laughs> yeah, it just never occurred to me that that could be taken as turning down an offer like that could be taken as rude. I remember going over to your house when we were younger and eating a lot of your snacks and food <laughs> and being told that that was rude. <laughs> You can't win. So I think maybe I've course corrected. 
<laughs> I mean, I'll tell you what. So it makes it makes me <laughs> personally. I don't know if this is true for everybody, but it makes me feel impotent. It makes me feel like there's nothing I can do <laughs> for you, and that's you know that's not true. I should. I mean, talk about gracious. I'm being anything but. If I offer you something and you say no, and I'm like, how dare you? It's not like my response to you asking me if I want anything is, you know. Well, it depends on what you have. And then after taking inventory of like your fridge, your cupboards, mm-hmm. I look through everything and say, I don't want any of this. <laughs> I mean, that would partially be on me, wouldn't it? For not, <laughs> for not stocking delectable treats in my home. I think it usually takes me a few minutes to warm up to somebody, even you. Really? Every time I run into them. Oh. And it gives me something to do when... A new person has entered my space. This is new information. It's kind of new to me as well. I'm just realizing this now. And I suppose I could just have some kind of busy work to be doing for myself whenever I was expecting guests. But it gives me a purpose at the beginning of an interaction Mm. that helps me settle into it. You see me every like two days. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about it. (laughs) It's true. But that's what I'm saying. Even you, someone I see... A few times a week. Mm -hmm. Because when I'm alone, I'm like very alone. Yeah, I can understand. And oh, it's it's just acclimatizing to to another. Yeah, okay, it's like it's like saying. when you get a new cat and you kind of put them in different rooms, but you like let them sniff each under, other under the door. You yeah. don't just throw them into the same room together. I at, see. At once, there's like a transition period between solo time and people time. Yeah, I understand that. Okay. Yeah. So the next time you come over, it's hard for me to take that personally. Yeah, the next time you come over, you'll. I'll offer you something and you'll damn well take it. (laughs) The right thing to do as my friend is to just take the offer of a drink, even if you don't want it. Okay. That's the polite thing to do. Mm -hmm. And then just pour it down the drain or into a plant (laughs) when I'm I'm not looking. (laughs) Everybody wins. Me, you, the plants. That also resonates with me because I, too, really need to prepare myself to be around people. Like mentally. Oh, and you know what else? Mm. You know what? This might actually, you said it would be hard to take offense at this. Mm -hmm. I mean, get ready to maybe take offense at it. It might be something specific to you. Okay. You're making me feel two foot tall. (laughs) (laughs) Because I never actually know exactly when you're going to arrive. So for other people, I can put in the work that I have to do to prepare for their arrival before they get here because I know (laughs) almost to the minute when they'll be here. Yeah. But for you, it's a range of like, you know, anytime within this hour and a half, (laughs) you might show up. And so I'm like on this constant state of on the verge of having guests, but never quite knowing when it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm always discombobulated when, mm-hmm. you, when you arrive. Mm-hmm. So it's my attempt. When you do arrive, I'm trying to do a lot of work all at once. Mm-hmm. That is why I offer you something. And that is why I'm annoyed when you say no. <laughs> this is giving me profound insight. <laughs> Welcome to week 40 of the Jedediah Diaries. I'm your host, Jedediah Baker. I'm Tori Paquette. The big 4-0 over the hill. Is it over the hill? 40, yeah. Over yeah, the hill. It is. Mm-hmm. Because the hill of life, because now you're heading the, down the hill to your death. On the downhill slide. I was thinking about last week's episode, and it reminded me of a quote that I've been turning over in my head for the last few years. But it's a quote within another quote. 
This again. <laughs> I know. We did this last week. So I want to move away from this nested sort of situation. Why not? Let's, you know, lean into it. I can tell you the full quote. And then you'll get both quotes. you get the quote. Yeah, I want all the quotes. Okay. The quote is... This it's, is the whole quote. Yeah, this is the full quote. Both quotes. Two quotes in one. Yeah, this is two quotes in one. It's an opening to one of my favorite books. It's one of the best openings in the history of American literature. Good heavens. Should I say it? Should you say what? Should I the recite quote? the opening passage? What the hell? Yes. Okay. Wait, what else would you do? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like... A... What do you mean, should I say it? I thought that's what you were doing. I feel a sense of trepidation. Why? That I haven't felt in this chair before. Oh my goodness. Really? Know. You know yeah. what? What? It's probably all the coffee. <laughs> I know. It's making me twitchy. Yeah. Well, just kind of power through it. It's not real. You feel nervous, but it's just the caffeine. Caffeine. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing to be... You're, you're in a safe... You're in a safe space. I've had more than my allotment of coffee today. This cup pushed me over the edge, despite my gratitude. God, now I feel really bad about giving it to you. This is the last time I accept anything. (laughs) This isn't my fault. (laughs) Okay. I'll own this. This is my fault. I will never, despite what I said a few minutes ago, I'm going to stop offering you things when you come over. (laughs) How about this? If you want something, Mm -hmm. how about this? The next time you come over, I'm just going to start doing the dishes when, okay. when you arrive. Mm-hmm. And if you want something, just tell me. Yeah. Okay. That feels good. Maybe now that you're not pushing things on me, I'll come out of my shell and I'll start asking for things left, right, and center. <laughs> okay. So the quote is, do you want me to tell you what the book is first? Or? I'd actually like to try to guess the book from the quote. Okay. Here I go. I am an American, Chicago-born, chicago that somber city and i go at things as i have taught myself freestyle and will make the record in my own way first to knock first admitted sometimes a friendly knock sometimes a not so friendly knock but a man's character is his fate says heraclitus and in the end there's no way to disguise the nature of the knocks through acoustical work on the door or gloving the knuckles I like gloving the knuckles. Now, I ask you, why has that quote lodged itself inside my head all these years? Well, I don't know. It certainly hasn't lodged itself in my brain after hearing it for just once just now. Yeah. I, can't, I can't remember really any of it. Yeah. Heraclitus was there. Yeah. And a gloved knuckle. Mm-hmm. And the Heraclitus quote is obviously the quote yeah. inside the quote. Yeah, I got that part. A man's character is his fate. What is it? So what's what is it from? I give up. Okay, it's from The Adventures of Augie March by Saul Bellow. I don't know any. I don't know any of that. Mm. It's a classic Buildings Roman. What? Like the the growth of an artist, the artist trajectory from youth to maturity. That's okay. a book genre. Yeah. Good heavens. Mm-hmm. I have so much to learn. Why have you been thinking about that? I've been thinking about it because of the the quote within the quote, a man's character is his fate. A man's character is his fate. Yes. Which is what the quote is about, the larger quote, in many ways. You can try to disguise yourself by changing the door, gloving your knuckles, mm-hmm. but your knock's always going to be your knock. It's oh. A, mm-hmm. Okay. Who you are determines what you do within a certain... Yeah. Range. Range. Right. 
your fate is inextricably bound to your character. I mentioned last week that I went to Vermont. Yeah. And my mom said that I tend to focus on this podcast on the things that I'm very bad at. Yes. And I do feel like self-effacement has long been, I don't want to say defense. I think that's too easy, but that's been a go-to for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I also think it is much funnier and maybe more therapeutic, honestly, Mm -hmm. if I'm viewing this podcast as a kind of therapy session. Yeah. I mean, I know I am. To talk about the things that I've struggled with or the Mm -hmm. things I've been bad at or the the times I've come up short that seems to me more interesting and Mm -hmm. more useful and helpful than just going on about the things that I've been good at or the the successes I've had yeah nobody wants to hear that (laughs) we uh do you remember last week when I half entreated our audience to call up and talk about how good you were I do well we got a bite Hello, amazing team at the Jetta Diaries. I just wanted to add my voice to the many, many voices who might have called, might not have called, but are still screaming out how good Tori is at this. I think that it goes without saying that it's not only difficult to create a a weekly podcast, um, it's also difficult to be talking about someone else's diary and make it interesting and be interested all around. I think you have a great voice for it. You have great instincts for it, Tori. I think you're doing a really good job. Jed, you too. You're doing great. That's very nice. Yeah, how's that make you feel? Much better. Okay. I'm riding high. Great. Getting too big for my britches. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry to submit you to my not very interesting diary every week. (laughs) But that's not going to stop me. October 2nd. George, Moya, Peter, and Elena are here. Pete had his birthday party. Me, Matt, and Josie had fun this morning. Something is wrong with Toby's legs. Toby's legs. Toby Toby. would go on to live a long life. He would. Toby was our cat. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this was... Like, that checks out with his later medical history. Yeah. I don't know if this was a specific cured issue at mm-hmm. the time or if this was the beginning of his long, slow degradation. Decline. Yeah. yeah. Well, Toby was a lovely cat, so he I was hope... so sweet. He's what, he's the cat that made me love cats. Me too. Oh, really? Well, I don't, he's the first cat that I ever yeah. liked. Yeah, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Connecticut contingent back in town. Yeah. Pete, happy birthday. Pete, Peter's birthday was last week. Happy birthday, Pete. Wreaking havoc. Did they wreck the place? No sign not, of that yet. Not yet. They yeah. just got here, though. <laughs> yeah. Let's find out. October 3rd. Me, Mom, George, Moya, Pete, Elena, and Josie. <laughs> you have to write everyone out. <laughs> Why don't I just say everyone? <laughs> yeah. Went to the Stowe Farmer's Market. There was a hot pepper eating contest. School tomorrow. Ah, G, P, M, and E are leaving tomorrow. <laughs> Short visit. Oh, they're just up for their annual visit. George and Moya, uh-huh. just this past weekend, went up to Vermont. Oh, yeah? They just This is something they've been doing for 25 years. Oh, the first weekend in October? Yeah, the, the annual foliage, the foliage. trip. Mm. If you remember, Tori, there's a moment in the family reunion tape. We didn't play it on the show, but I'm going to play it right now. Jed. <laughs> Goodbye. See you in foliage. 
They said, see you in foliage. Here's the proof. Here it is. Mm -hmm. Foliage. They kept true to their promise. Yeah. The farmer's market during foliage. I mean, I can't think of a more idyllic thing to do on a weekend in early October in Vermont. Yeah. Just shovel in hot peppers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Did you participate? I didn't. I never would. Um, And I don't remember this. I wouldn't want. I mean, there's nothing in that for me. You know, once I did participate in Vermont in a uh, burrito eating contest. Oh, I remember that. I didn't win. Really? Yeah. How did you do? I finished one whole burrito out of two. Yeah. I mean, they're enormous. Yeah. You know, one of the other contestants was an, like a huge biker. Oh. Yeah. So he kicked my ass. Was it just the two of you? No, there were three of us. I remember when you did that. Why did you enter that? I don't know. I think maybe I, I can't tell you why. And yeah. That just, that was 10 years ago? Yeah. More than. How about, yeah. I had every intention to go and cheer you on, but I didn't make it. What happened? I don't know. I got sidelined by something. A project. <laughs> what? You know. Tell me what you got sidelined by. I don't remember. You don't? No. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> I don't. Okay. I regret it, though. I had every intention of... Yeah. Intent is not you know the what, same as... Yeah. You know what they say. The road to hell. Paved with them. God, I've had a good, lot of good intentions in my life. <laughs> Nice, long, smooth road. <laughs> that reminds me of the the Heraclitus quote. Mm-hmm. Man's character is his fate. <laughs> Your fate is to really want to do something uh-huh. and just not. <laughs> <laughs> you have good intentions, but that's not enough. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That is the sound of a man being shown his true self. Well, I was talking to Celine today. Celine is my friend and co-worker. And she asked if I ever did Blue Apron or Sun Basket. Mm. I said that I tried Blue Apron, but... um, Let me guess. You just ended up throwing all the ingredients away. Yes. (laughs) This is the pinnacle of good intentions. But then I... Yeah, I said to Celine, but I had every intention of making dinner almost every night. And she laughed and said, of course you did. And I said, what is that supposed to mean? (laughs) (laughs) And what was it supposed to mean? She laughed and then we moved on. And then later I found myself stewing about it. Well, I think at at a very, you know, regardless of who you're saying that to, you signed up for a meal in a box service. Yeah. Of course you did. I have intentions to do it. You wouldn't sign up for Blue Apron if you didn't intend to make dinner with it. For example... I don't know that she was specifically saying, of course, you did. Yeah. But maybe she was. That's what I took it as. Oh. And that's why I strongly chafed at that. I think you should ask her. It's not good to hold these things in. Actually, I'm going to ask her tomorrow at work. That's why I have a little... I'm going to write down a little note. <laughs> ask Celine what it's she pre- meant. Precisely what in the hell <laughs> she meant. Can I take this piece of paper? Yeah. Do you need that? No. God, it feels see, it feels good to give you stuff. Yeah, no, it does. Just take from me. It feels good to take. I'm such a giver. There's that book, The Power of Habit, in which he basically talks about how habits work, how habits mm-hmm. are formed, how mm-hmm. to form new habits. It's a self-help book, but it's weightier than a normal self-help book. It's not just like, here's how to change your life in yeah. 30 days. Yeah. One way in which to build habits is to like create 
restrictions for yourself. Willpower is not enough. Most people like need to be prevented from doing something and then a habit forms. So I think for the example, the blue apron thing, in my mind, I was like, I want to make dinner every night. That's something I want to do. If I do this blue apron thing, I'm going to both be paying for food and I don't like wasting food. So I will be compelled to make dinner every night. It didn't work. It didn't work. Why not? I don't know. I don't know why it didn't work. What were you eating for dinner instead? I was just like, you know, <laughs> going out and grabbing yeah. food. What you were doing before. Because every night I would be like, uh, tonight's not the night. It's procrastination. Yeah. Like uh, tomorrow night. Is this a problem you want to solve? Well. Or are you just accepting is your fate, your character? Uh, there are a lot of things. I wanted to participate in a triathlon this year. So I ordered a bunch of books on how to train for a triathlon, <laughs> yeah. thinking that that was going to... That would be it. Yeah, but that didn't work either. Well, okay, hold on. My, my question stands. Do you want to do something about this? Well, I should say, and this is where I'm going to be fair to myself. Why aren't you answering my question? Yes, I do. Okay. But I will say that there are plenty of things I set my mind to that I do accomplish. Sure, yes. Okay, yeah, we're focusing as as... As, as, you is are, as is your want, mm-hmm. we are focusing on your failures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, which paints an inaccurate picture of Tori the man. I think my biggest problem actually is this. You don't actually want to do these things. I could feel like I should do these things, but maybe I don't want to do these things. Okay. I also think it's like my eyes are too big for my stomach. There are, I want to do too many things yeah. and inevitably... I can't do all of them. Sure. Like the reason, but I'm not being honest with myself. The reason a person wouldn't make use of a, of a blue apron is because they get home and they're too tired. Right. And they say, fuck it. Mm -hmm. And they don't mind wasting some food. Like Mm -hmm. the pain of wasting the food isn't worth the pain of actually putting it all together. Yeah. You know, that is not a priority for, for you Mm -hmm. or that imaginary person. And Mm -hmm. that's okay. Mm -hmm. But you have to learn from that. Yeah. Instead of beating myself up for it. Yeah. That's something that happened maybe three, three, to... three years ago, and I still feel bad about it. Oh, well, today's the day. You stop feeling bad okay. about how much you suck at Blue Apron. This has been a ablution, an absolvement. You've absolved me of my, my guilt. Great. What have we learned? I think we came up to a resolution there. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. There's something there. Proud I know, I know it was I'm a little... I'm proud of you. Why are you proud of me? For letting go of your guilt. Oh, yeah. Have you? Um, I'm working on it. Okay. it's a, It takes all the time you need. Yeah. By the end of the episode, I'd like you to have let go of your guilt. <laughs> October 4th. Stupid Elena broke my balls thingy. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I hate them so much. Oh my god. I wish I had a girlfriend. Oh. The new girl in our class is... And then it is an indecipherable glyph. I have no idea what it is. It's like a circle with the bottom half shaded in. Well, let me take a look. The new girl in our class is... It's a little circle. And it looks like there's like a sizzle, like a... Like hot. I. It looks like, like you're a pan with a sizzle coming. I mean, off maybe. It? I. I. I don't know. I don't think so. I mean that that reads that would make sense. I don't yeah, know why I'd want to. I, I don't know why I would put that in code. It looks like a snow globe. Is it the ocean? In a ball. Let's kind of just riff here. What is what's in a ball? What's a material? 
inside of a ball. My guess is that you were trying to say something positive. Yeah, she's pretty. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how you were expressing that. Indecipherable. Yeah, it is. My balls thingy mm-hmm. is the Newton's Cradle oh. that I got from about a month ago. About a month, not a month ago. <laughs> Destroyed. Um, I remember this incident very well. Really? Well, I remember the aftermath very well. I yeah. remember just being furious. This is a case where my tone in the diary matched my fury. tone in the world. Now, Elena, we should mention, we should remind people, <laughs> was what, like two? Yeah. So, really not her fault. <laughs> uh, I hate them so much. I was very pissed off about yeah. this. I've always had this thing about my possessions. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm better at it now. But, yeah. you know, my things were very important to me. <laughs> and, you know, to have them destroyed by my family, by a baby, <laughs> my own blood, no less. Um, didn't matter who. Just made me very upset. Yeah. My ball thingy was was wrecked, <laughs> you know. And uh, so a Newton's cradle is that thing you've seen probably a hundred times. It's a series of silver clacking balls mm-hmm. suspended alongside of each other. You pull one out and you let it go, and it cla- it hits the balls and the other one on the other side through Newtonian transfer of energy, mm-hmm. sort of clacks the ball out on the other side. Yeah, that's all it does. They're yeah. like kind of stupid, mm-hmm. but it was mine, mm-hmm. and I was upset. Yeah. Yeah. Was it broken beyond repair? Yes. So as you can imagine, I mean, it is, if a baby gets a hold of one of those, yeah, it's toast. Um, they can really yeah, do a number on it. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was irreparable. They did promise to buy me a new one. Oh. I don't know that they ever did. <laughs> well. But I have one and there's one in my mom's house now. A much grander, made of wood. The one that Elena destroyed was cheap plastic. So she did you a favor. She did. In the end... Thank you, Mm -hmm. Elena. Mm -hmm. I'd love to see if she remembers this. Yeah. What did I do this time? (laughs) You and your family were up for a visit and you broke my balls thingy. No. Yeah, and I do remember this. You know what I'm, it was, um, you know, one of those metal clacking balls things. It's called a Newton's Cradle. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you broke it. You're not gonna wiggle out of this one, Elena, <laughs> because because this one I know you did it. Do you remember? Nope, nope. No. Okay. But you did it. What does this tell? What do you What do you think this tells us? Um, I think you like to blame me for breaking things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's one conclusion. Um, or that I'm just a terror and run around knocking everything and anything over. Yeah. They could both be true. Yeah. You know, and, you know, know. You, didn't, you didn't do it on purpose. It was a fragile toy. It was shiny. And That's you were true. like, you were probably like, I'm a baby. I want to touch that. And you, you know, you true. could walk. You were running all around. Mm-hmm. It was on a desk. Perfect height for you. And you just grabbed mm-hmm. it and, and fucked it all up. Not on purpose. <laughs> it wasn't malicious. It was shiny. You can't help it when you're two. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting that my my reaction was not I didn't I didn't under I didn't maybe I wasn't old you were not old enough to form memories but perhaps I wasn't old enough to understand forgiveness or mm-hmm. to really understand the fact that there were no ill intentions here it was just a baby exploring the world <laughs> it was my fault for leaving something that you could destroy somewhere where you could reach it 
Actually, so you know what? Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, Chad. Oh, uh, nobody needs to be sorry. It was 25 years ago. <laughs> Even with that happening on this day, mm-hmm. 25 years ago, an event of much more emotional importance has occurred. I wish I had a girlfriend. Yeah. First time we're hearing of that. Mm-hmm. I wonder what has changed for you. Well, probably the new girl in my class, right. who's, who's something we don't know. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, I wish I had it. Yeah. Thus kicks off the next several years of your life. Oh, no. <laughs> oh God, I don't want it to. <laughs> Buckle up, folks. <laughs> Little Jed's starting to talk about girls. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to be sad. <laughs> oh, man. You know, throughout this whole year, if I could say one thing to Little Jed... Yeah. If I could reach back through time 25 years ago and just whisper something to my younger self, it would be, oh, you, you wish you had a girlfriend? Well, fucking do something about it then. <laughs> All I did was wish. All mm-hmm. I did was pine. All I did was wonder. You know, that this is a perfect introduction to my feelings about girls at yeah. this point in my life. I wish... I had a girlfriend. It's not even I want. Like wishing. The most ineffectual thing you can do. Yeah. A wish implies want, but no action at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, during the same period, Matt and I also wanted a girlfriend. Wished or wanted? We wished and wanted. Okay. And we were doing something about it, which was asking on behalf of the other, (laughs) someone else out almost every other week. Oh, that's... And they, it was always no. It was why, always why, no. Why wasn't I in on this? Because you were you were wishing. You I were, was wishing. You, you were, yeah. but you probably saw. We were like the canaries in the coal mine. You yeah. you saw oh. you saw the kind of results we were getting. I saw the I saw the incredible success that was meeting you. <laughs> that was a sarcastic incredible success. Yeah. They were not getting girlfriends, and decided I was I was safer just wishing. Maybe I remember the incredible elation when someone said maybe when someone said maybe <laughs> instead of a flat no. And that maybe would always either turn into a no or would just linger forever. Yeah, yeah, and just, there would just, never be a... That's what a maybe does, baby. <laughs> yeah. That's the point of a maybe. <laughs> would, yeah, just perpetually <laughs> kick the can down the road. <laughs> October 5th. Nothing happened today. It is 10 o'clock. I'm going to be tired in the morning. <laughs> Bodie is funny. I hate homework. Bonkers was weird today. I think Bonkers was weird every day. (laughs) (laughs) It must have been extra weird today. (laughs) Yeah. Bonkers was a, he was a what, cat or? Bobcat? Bobcat. I think he was a Bobcat. He was a Bobcat cop in a world in which, like a lot of animated worlds, animals and humans, anthropomorphized animals, Mm -hmm. lived alongside and worked next to humans. Okay. October 6th. It is 10.30. I had a cool dream last night. (laughs) I mean, that's... I definitely had a sex dream last night, is what that is. Right? Yeah, I would would think so. I think that's... I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and say unequivocally that I had a sex dream the evening of October 5th, 1993. (laughs) 
Me, Matt, and Tori went to the Taekwondo demo thing. Mm. Tori might do it, but Matt won't. Mm -hmm. I, I've got another rebus for you, okay. Tori. Okay, ready? Yeah. So the letter I, mm -hmm. and then um, a heart with the no sort of smoking symbol over it, mm -hmm. and then a picture of um, a home. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then the word work. <laughs> Can you solve it? No. Yes. You hate homework. I do hate homework. Mm -hmm. I hate homework. Mm -hmm. Getting creative. I do remember the Taekwondo demo. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. You might... I might join. Yeah, you might join. Now, that strikes me as another case of me being unrealistic about what I was going to do. <laughs> being well-intentioned, but... Did you tell me maybe? Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt being more realistic about... about things said, said no um oh no i think i mean it could be that i do remember thinking that maybe this is something i could do or maybe this is something i should do maybe this is something i should do good for you that's true it builds discipline i do remember Jed loves it the photo of master dunlavey jumping over a car kicking Jet. over a car yeah doing a flying sidekick over yeah. a cool sports car yeah. and that looked appealing to me yeah i reckoned that was a way to get a girlfriend <laughs> That trick. Kick over a car. <laughs> Kicking over a car. Doing a flying side kick over a car. I guess my interest was slightly peaked. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming to the demo. Yeah. Um, even though in the end you decided not to do it. Mm -hmm. And you know what? To be honest, I appreciate you saying that you might do it. Mm -hmm. In that case, regardless of your intentions, I think I would have felt worse if I brought you both of you and you both were like, no, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. You know, like, what a even though time. you ended up not doing it, I like that you said maybe mm -hmm. that, yeah, it helped, it helped me not feel like I just wasted your, yeah. your evenings. Or like it was maybe a little validating. Like we didn't go and say like, I can't believe oh. for the last year. <laughs> yeah. You've you been wasting your time. So much time on this. Yeah. yeah. See, so actually sometimes it can serve a purpose. Mm -hmm. When you put it that way. No, but don't. <laughs> you, should, you should do it less. Okay. October 7th. Today in gym, I saw a deer. It was... <laughs> what? It took a minute. To, to understand what I was saying. Like a garden path sentence. It starts one way and then it like cur quickly curves. And veers into another direction. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, the the kind of the mental model you set up at the beginning of the yeah, sentence. Yeah, today in gym, I was I was expecting a number of things, but <laughs> <laughs> I saw a deer was not not one of them. Yeah. Uh, well, I saw one. It was cool. I went to the health fair. I really, 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 etc., etc. Hate homework. B and B was new. I hate Josie more than I hate H.W. <laughs> Getting an unnecessary dig at my brother in the mm -hmm. last line of this entry. Today in gym, I saw, so, yeah, I saw, I saw a deer. Today in gym, I saw a deer. Mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. That's so nice. Yeah. Outside, obviously. Must have been maybe on the track or doing mm -hmm. some sort of exercises in the field. No, I'm a little nervous because this could be hunting season in Vermont. Oh, so the deer was trying to escape the, the horror mm -hmm. of the, the woods. The carnage that was going on in the woods. Oh, God. I know. Tori. What? It was such a nice image. I know. I, I, I'm, that's what I said. I'm worried about the, the deer. I'm thinking about the deer. October 8th. 
I did lots of exercises. <laughs> what am I talking about? I don't know. The presidential fitness program. <laughs> is it is it a Taekwondo thing? Is it math exercises? I was thinking it was a physical, uh, you know. I mean, there was a health fair yesterday. Yeah, right. You were spurred on. <laughs> I picked them up. I picked up a one-pager of exercises to do yesterday. <laughs> now I'm doing them. I practiced Taekwondo. It's not Taekwondo. No. What the hell is it? Back to back. <laughs> a really athletic day. Me and Dad saw the secret garden. It was good. I took a bath and washed my hair. <laughs> And the end to another exciting week. The Secret Garden. It's back. It's out. We thought potentially the movie came out in the spring, but it didn't. No, it came we out in the fall. That was the TV movie. Right. From years before. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, went to see it in the theater. Yeah, did it just come out? It just came out. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my dad went to see it. It's really, mm-hmm. this, is the, this year has been in a lot of ways defined by The Secret Garden. <laughs> yeah. Starting with it and ending with it. So that's it. That's, oh, that's one more. One more week. A lot of there's a change in the air. Yeah, I'm certain. A change, change of the seasons, mm-hmm. and a change in my in my little body. Wanting a girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, doing exercises. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably uh, having my first sex dream. My first recorded <laughs> sex dream in the diary. <laughs> so I've got a story to tell. Okay. And I, I don't think it's this occasion. I think I think this came later. But it does involve the instrumental magic tape my dad ordered last week there's a reason that i remembered the the kenny g song which starts off the tape that that was the first thing that came to my mind when i when i thought of instrumental magic it's because i listened to it a lot Uh not because it was the first song on the tape but because i utilized it in a scheme to try and trick my brain into having sex dreams (laughs) i think i'd learned about lucid dreaming maybe yeah so I made a tape, and I taped the Kenny G song, which is like a very dreamlike saxophone <laughs> I love medley. It's like, that's your idea of an erotic song. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of passion in it. I put that on an audio tape and then recorded my own voice. The only thing I can remember at the moment is just saying, boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, the idea was that I'd put on a pair of headphones, I'd listen to this this Kenny G song would kind of kind of send me off to slumberland. Yeah. And then my own voice would kind of appear and and give me <laughs> hints about what what I should dream about. What and, direction and, you should be heading yeah, in. Yeah, and just, so I tried to like kind of guide direct my my subconscious mind in a in a sort of a lurid direction. Mhm. It didn't work. <laughs> Why? So I know it's not this time. It didn't work because I, I can't, I'm a side sleeper and I couldn't fall asleep with headphones on. <laughs> and also, one Kenny G song is not long enough for me to fall asleep. So yeah. I kept getting to my own voice while wide awake and having to, to rewind the Walkman. <laughs> it was a failure all around. <laughs> but, I mean, this week, I can't believe this, but there's a lovely bit of synchronicity this week. What is it? Well... Here's seven seconds of the song that was number one in America 25 years ago. Jedder Diaries, Jedder Diaries, that's the name of this podcast. And now this episode is through.
You okay? Mm-hmm. What's the matter? I thought I wanted coffee, but I didn't. I was just doing the gesture was what. Oh, was. okay, okay. You don't mean at all. You mean just now? Yeah. Okay. That made me really. That made me feel very bad for a moment. That, Why? That you thought you didn't want any coffee. Oh, oh. And uh, I gave you some, <laughs> and, and it made you decide you didn't want any at all. <laughs>